4, verse 4 and 5. The Bible says, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. Verse 5. To redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. Amen. So you see that Christmas or the birth of Christ is about divine timing and divine intervention. It is not just somebody being born. You know, the Bible says in the fullness of time, God was marking time, looking at the appropriate time to allow his son to come into the scene. So Christmas has to do with eternity coming into time to accomplish a purpose to save humanity. Amen. And during the and during that season, there were so many supernatural things that happened. That's why I'm calling it Christmas is supernatural. The first one is supernatural movement. Supernatural movement. And the first person that we are going to look at about supernatural movement has to do with Joseph. Has to do with Joseph. You know, in the book of Luke chapter 2, the book of Luke chapter 2, Joseph was staying Joseph was staying in Nazareth. And a decree came by Caesar Augustus that everybody should go to their hometown to be counted. And Joseph had to leave. And you see, it is supernatural movement because Jesus had to be born in Bethlehem. And Joseph was staying in Nazareth and had no plans of going to Bethlehem to give birth. It doesn't make sense. It's not like Bethlehem has better medical facilities or better midwives or when you give birth, they become a citizen of that place. You know, now people, you know, all those things. There was no reason for Joseph to move. But God had to use a supernatural decree for that movement to take place at that time. You know, if you read the book of Micah, chapter 5, verse 2, he said, you, uh, Bethlehem, Ephrata, through that place, even though you are very small, that's where uh, my son is going to be, I'm paraphrasing, is going to be born. So that particular scripture had to be fulfilled. And God caused an authority to cause Joseph to move. You know, sometimes, some of us, we are very stubborn. We ourselves, we will never make a move. God will even speak to you that my son or my daughter do this fast once a week. You will never do it. Then God will use a super, God will use an authority like Reverend Christ said that we are fasting one week every month. To solve that to, you see that? You see that? Then you, you suddenly you fall in line. <laughs> Amen. But I pray that when that supernatural authority comes, you become very sensitive enough to know that it's not just any movement. But it's a supernatural movement, and you will fall in line. Amen. Sometimes don't be too angry with some changes and distractions that even come your life. It could be God causing a supernatural movement. Amen. The second supernatural movement has to do with the wise men. And you know, last Wednesday when we had the carol service, I was talking about it from the book of Matthew, chapter two, from one to twelve. You realize that they were men. From the east, and last Wednesday I was explaining that from, from some sources, they say that those guys were in Bab- Babylon. 
And Babylon was about 2,700 kilometers from Israel. And if you travel 30 kilometers per day, of which they couldn't even do, you are doing 90 days, which is three months, to get to where Jesus was born. And God used a star to cause them to come to the place. And you know something, you have to ask yourself that, that star, what kind of star is that? You know, there are some schools of thought that think that that star was an angel. And the reason why they say that is because everybody around the Christmas story had an angelic visitation. Zacharias had an angelic visitation. Joseph had an angelic visitation. Uh, Mary had an angelic visitation. The shepherd had an angelic It's only the wise men that used the star. So they are saying that if this is the trend, then the probability that that particular star is also an angel. But I don't know whether it is an angel or not. Amen. But you see that, so in the supernatural movement, two things, there's one that God used humans for the movement. Even though it was physical, but it was supernatural. And your second one, to God used something mysterious to cause the movement. Amen. The second supernatural thing that happened at Christmas is supernatural pregnancies. Hallelujah. I'm just retreating all the stories we know to us. <laughs> Amen. The first person to have a supernatural pregnancy was Elizabeth. Elizabeth was a barren woman who God enabled to conceive in her old age. Elizabeth had tried several times to have a child but was never successful. But what I like about this story is that the pregnancy came through continuous attempt. Elizabeth never stopped. But as she continued to try to get pregnant, one of them worked for her. What can we learn from it? That sometimes, you know, we give up. Say that, oh, I've tried, I've, I've done this two times, I've done this three times, I've done this four times. And it's not even just limited to pregnancy. It could even be anything that you are going to do. But I just, you know, one of, the, one of the traits that we as Christians, we should have is the spirit of persistency. Faith, you know, a faith causes you to be persistent. Because some people have a definition of faith that, oh, because I have faith, I don't, I don't even know. Faith actually means hard work. Because, you see, if you go to the annals of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, you realize that all the people of faith were not people who were giving up who. The Bible said they were looking for a city whose builder and maker was God. They were not just going to settle for anything. They were moving and moving and moving. And they were pressing on. This supernatural pregnancy that happened with Zacharias and Elizabeth, even though it's supernatural, God still used human actors. You get it? The second supernatural pregnancy is Mary. Mary is on the, you know, I love God so much. God is able to use their streams to make a point. He can go to those that are very experienced and not very successful. And it can go to those that are not experienced and have not even made an attempt. And so it means that that's why we have to worship God. Because you see, God cannot be put in the bus. That, oh, I have to be able to do this for him to work for me. I have to do this for him. God can work for you whether you have the experience or not. Whether you are, you, whether you are, you are successful or not. Irrespective of your state, God is able to come true for you. Amen. I've written here that an experienced woman with no results 
and an inexperienced woman who had never made an attempt, both received a miracle. God's power is able to touch the old and the young. God's power is able to get to the farthest east and to the farthest west. And I declare unto you that irrespective of your state, God is able to come true for you. Amen. Amen. And the last one is supernatural messages. So we have supernatural what? Movement. We have supernatural what? Pregnancies and supernatural messages. The first person to receive supernatural messages is Zachariah. Zachariah. Luke chapter 1 from verse 13 and 14. If you can get that scripture for me. Luke chapter 1 verse 13 and 14. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. What is the message? Do not be afraid. Your prayer is heard. What a good news. And, I, and you know, by this scripture, you get to know that Zacharias had been praying. Just as some of us have been praying. But one of the Christmas messages that I've been sent to tell you today is that do not be afraid. Your prayer is heard. Amen. Amen. The second message is from Mary. Luke chapter 1. I tell you, Luke and Matthew are the people that we should be thankful to because they gave us the Christmas story. Mark never said anything. <laughs> John just started saying that in the beginning was the word. <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to do, but you know, beginning of the word, the word was God. <laughs> yes. But Matthew started giving us the genealogy. And Luke decided to tell us a detailed. Luke was a doctor. Yeah, yeah, he was writing a dissertation, so he was doing the, 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 the literature review. So he was going into details. It's only look that you can get some of the verses to be 60 something. He's just, just, just giving you details. It's good. Amen. So the second message, supernatural message, is from Mary. Luke chapter 1, verse 28 to 30. Luke chapter 1, verse 28 to 30. Are you there? Yes. And having come in, the angel, I, the, these people were just having angelic visitation. May you receive angelic visitation. Yeah. <laughs> they were just having angels speaking to them all over. But you see the problem that some of us have. Sometimes we even get angelic encounters. We don't even see it. Yes, yes. I'm praying that in 2024, we try to increase our level of sensitivity to things. So that things don't pass us by. It's like, it looks like everything we explain by physical. Everything. everything. You know, there are, there's also other people in the, in the other stream that everything, they, are, they, they spiritualize it. And in an attempt to say that, oh, life is spiritual, all right, but life too is physical. You know, and we then suddenly we also move to the stream. End. So everything is very logical. Everything is systematic. Everything can be explained. And everything, we have a name for it. Mary's own. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. 
But when she saw him, she was troubled at this saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Hallelujah. And the message that we are getting from Mary is that rejoice, you have found favor with God. And I came to tell you that rejoice, you have found favor with God. You know, favor is when you are in the good books of God. And favor, can, sometimes favor cannot even be explained. See that things are just working for you. As to how Mary was the one chosen, I don't know the criteria. You know, I don't, I don't really know the criteria that was set in heaven. That we are looking for this, we are looking for that. I know that, yes, we'll be from the Judah. But why Mary? May you experience that in your life. Amen. 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 The third one who received a supernatural message. Under the supernatural message, we have Zacharias, we have Mary. And the third one is Joseph. That's what Joseph one day. Matthew chapter 1, 20 and 21. Hmm. Matthew chapter 1, 20 and 21. Are you there? 21. 20, 21. But while he thought about these things, behold, another angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take you, Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. When I was a child, this one of my scriptures, I was always quoting during children's day service. But not in the English version anyway. Another version. <laughs> As I, know, I can even quote it in that version. In that version. It's, it's a, I, think, I think it's TLV. TLV. Those who know, will know. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. What is the message for Joseph? Don't be afraid to take your wife. Hey! <laughs> I tell you that Joseph was confounded. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph was confounded by the miracle of Mary. You see, sometimes we expect miracles, but we don't expect certain types of miracles. We expect miracle, but we expect it to come in a certain way. But when it confounds us like that, they say, this one is not God. This one is not God. But I came to tell you that that thing is a blessing, not a curse. <laughs> you see, another reason why we serve God is that God doesn't follow, doesn't follow protocol. It's like, oh, he will do this. For, it's like some, how some of us plan our life. I'll go to the uni, finish, get a job, start, to begin to rise, and be doing part-time masters. Then when I finish two years, three years, I'll get my... No, God is not like that. God doesn't follow protocol. So when God is doing his thing, sometimes you say it is not him. 
For Joseph, he thought that, I've been betrothed to the lady. The thing that should happen is that we should. But let me give a caveat that Mary is the only one authorized to have that particular experience. We don't want to be hearing that. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't want to be hearing that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of what God is doing in your life. Sometimes God will take you on a wild good chase. You'll be surprised. Yes. Don't be afraid. He will tell you that you live a life setting where you've not ever fasted one week. He said, do it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It is God. So we see that next month, Reverend will call some people to do 12, 14 days. He will call some people to do it. Don't be afraid. It is God speaking to you. <laughs> it may scare you. It may not be familiar. You might never have experienced it before. It might not be conventional, but don't be afraid. Joseph decided to hear what the angel said. You know, you know, see, we've been saying angel, angel, angel. When you get to the book of Revelations, he said to the angel of the church, right? So we have an angel. Aside the angelic visitation that you can experience, God has placed an angel to talk to you. So you might not have seen a white, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly, I've never seen an angel that is black before. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, all the movies that you've seen. Have you seen, have you seen a, a black angel before? And if that be for, for, for equality. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, I was watching something. Hey, this AI, we have to be very careful. I was listening to the guy. I said, oh, this guy, what is he saying? He's very true. Then he said something. I said, mm, this one is, this guy would never say it. Then I saw the comment. said, this one is AI. I said, hey, they, they, <laughs> they got me on this one. So you have to be careful. Amen. So don't be afraid to take your wife. I see people taking their wife next year. Amen. <laughs> you see? You see? You see, this whole concept of I want to buy a house, I want to, please, please, please. Don't be afraid. Go and take your wife. <laughs> From the front to the back. Eh? Yes. You know, one of the things that is a, I think it's a tenth wonder of the world is when I see in this church talking to a lady, say, oh, I don't have anybody. Then I see guys, they talk to me, say, I don't I say, these people, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the girls can see, the boys can see. So, the girls, sometimes I can sort of, you know, understand small. But for the guys, there's no... <laughs> and you see, all the guys I've seen, from all indications, they are going to, on the, they are, they are going for, on the right course. But I don't know what, what they are not saying. And some people are looking at some, someone in Timbuktu in Spain. Even yeah. oh, Spain is close. <laughs> they are looking all over. Mercy, Lord. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm speaking to someone. You see. You see, Isaac and Rebecca. It looks like my magazine is changing. Isaac. 
Isaac and Rebecca gave stern warning to their sons that, see, no Canaanite here. Among our people, among. God have mercy. Amen. The last one to receive a supernatural message. <laughs> My last point. The last group of people to receive a supernatural message is the shepherds. Luke chapter 2. Verse 10 and 11. I pray that God is speaking to you. Luke chapter 2, verse 10. Please, can you work with me? Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Verse 11. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Amen. The message to the shepherds was, do not be afraid because I bring you good tidings of great joy. That is the Christmas message. And today I came to tell you that don't be afraid. God is bringing you good tidings of great joy. And that's what makes it a Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. God bless you. I hope God has spoken to you that this Christmas, even as you chew the chicken and you get the turkey, and if you have a salmon, please let me know. <laughs> there's pork ribs. But there says, you have to be here. We cast out every, I'm going home to eat. We are eating here. Tomorrow you can eat in your house. So, yes. Tomorrow you can eat in your house. So there's a supernatural movement. There's a supernatural pregnancy. And there's supernatural messages. That is what, as Christians, we should begin to look at any time we are thinking about Christmas and get to realize that there is still a... And you know, sometimes you have to ask yourself, what is this thing about this Christmas message that for 2,000 years we've still been preaching it? And we will continue to preach it until Christ comes. I pray that God has spoken to you. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this brief moment in your presence. We thank you for your word that has come to us. We thank you for causing us to understand that your child coming to the earth was a supernatural intervention onto humanity. We pray that whatever messages that you gave to Zachariah, you gave to Mary, you gave to Joseph, you gave to the shepherds, may we experience it in our days in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever movement, supernatural movement that needs to happen in our life, we pray that, Lord, you cause it to happen. Whatever supernatural pregnancy, whether it's physical pregnancy or pregnancy of any sort, we pray that, Lord, you cause it to happen. And next year by this time, you will stand here to give testimonies upon testimonies of your goodness that has multiplied and increased in our lives. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, we pray.